Guys, this is so inspiring. I guess. Just let me know how it goes. No matter what happens, I'm with you. But don't tell anyone I'm with you. If you do, I'll deny it. But I'm with you here and now. Not literally here and now. Right now I'm leaving. But I will always have been with you secretly. Bye. Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 6, Episode 6, Basic Email Security. But before we really make sure you don't get fished, it's time for Outsourcing Mike's Bits. I'm just going to ho- go ahead and assume everybody knows what fishing is at this point. Uh, if you don't know what it is, uh, just get a job that exists on, <laughs> that ha- uses a computer, and you will get four trainings a year on fishing, smishing. Oh man! Uh, spear fishing, spear smishing, bishing, kickflip, McTwishing. Um, now you're making me want to play Tony Hawk again. We're, we've yeah, exactly. This. We were we were talking Tony Hawk in the pre-show <laughs> a little bit. You mentioned to- we didn't talk about it. You mentioned Tony Hawk, but Tony Hawk Pro Skater, it, yes. fun game. Great That's my game. official stance Loved, on it. The remaster is really good. If it, if you if it, I don't even know it's a, if it's on Switch. It's definitely on Xbox, and it's it's rad. I was hoping they were going to make another one, but then they closed that. Uh, Activision closed that uh, that developer. It's like what what? Anyway, I've lost track of time. It's time for outsourcing Mike's bits. Here's that good good shuffle. Again, we're l- losing cards here, so don't know if that's going to come through, but that's fine. Now, my good friend Ben. Yes. I, I feel like we both have the a similar answer here, uh, but you know what? I think I'm, I want to know what you're thinking. My good friend, Ben, would you rather work with dead people in a mortuary or work in the busiest ER trauma unit in the world? Would you rather work with dead people in a mortuary or work in the busiest ER trauma unit in the world? Uh, that's an easy question um, because I don't like working high stress jobs right um so you kind of you kind of lose me at busy like you could be like would you rather work with dead people in a morgue or work at the busiest mcdonald's ever like it doesn't matter what i'm doing the busiest blank ever Uh uh i'm i'm out dude like okay so I'm out. I'm out for that. And then on top and. of that, trauma center, you are never. You are inevitably going to lose someone. Right. I cannot handle that. <laughs> sure, fair. Like there, are, there are reasons I do a stupid podcast where if I say a wrong thing, someone yells at me in their car and I never have to hear about it. Uh Uh-huh. Or sends Um, an email and then we do have to care, listen to it. Or sends an email, uh, from goodmorninggreendale.com. Uh, and, (laughs) but yeah, I, I don't, I don't like more, more power to people who do that sort of thing. I think we've, one of our, uh, longtime listeners, uh, uh, does, um, Something like that. I don't. I don't remember what her actual job but, is. But, our, but she our, follows us on Twitter, 
And every time I see her bio, I'm like, hats off to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Our gonna, constitution gonna... doesn't work that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're, we're, we're soft people doing a soft podcast. So basically, though, you're going to go with the dead people in the mortuary because uh, busiest is, is a turnoff. And so is ER trauma unit. Yeah, uh, pretty much. It's like two <laughs> things I really don't want to do. This is positioned for two uh, people that work in tech that that have IT jobs in some way. And it's like, I don't know, do you want to work with people or <laughs> do you want to try to save people at an ER trauma unit or do you want to work with dead people? It's like, well, the dead people aren't going to be tell- asking me how their comp- why their computer isn't working. So, you know. I do very occasionally work on some very, um, very critical things. Um, and, uh, yeah, here we go. Sorry. I, I scrolled through our Twitter followers, uh, Jessica, longtime supporter of our, uh, podcast. She's listened to us since the back, back to the Futurama days, according to her Twitter, uh, bio, she's a trauma surgeon, uh, and every time I see that, I'm just like, man, I'm just ding dong making yeah. so uh, stupid podcasts have, and doing I, tech support. So like sure, hats yeah, off to you, Jessica. Thank you for listening. Thank you yes. for, uh, your service as a trauma surgeon, because, now, um, I could not handle that pressure ever in my life because I do very occasionally work some very, uh, critical sort of tech stuff. Sure. And every time I do, I'm like, thank God this is not my normal <laughs> level of support. Anxiety and stress. Yeah. Because I'm just like, okay, I got to make sure I don't click the wrong thing. And like the whole time, like, because I, I have a headset for because I do like support calls and stuff. So sure. I have a headset and I can hear my heart beating in the headset because I'm just like, okay, here we go. Got to make sure I don't screw up this computer. You know, I'm because it, <laughs> it's very bad if I do. I, um, I I I I giggle a little bit, but at the same time, uh, when I'm on call and I get you know like a, a something comes in, it's like it, the on call alert has been paged, and it's like three o'clock. I'm like, oh god, everything's on fire. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's it's cool. No one's dying. Just keep that in respect. Which leads me back to the question. Uh, one, re- one time oh, I ahead. thought I uh, accidentally deleted um, 20 terabytes of customer data. That's a lot of um, customer data. And I did not. Uh, but for the five or so minutes that I thought I was um, uh, the five or so minutes that felt like about 35 minutes that I thought that I had deleted 20 it only terabytes felt of like customer data. Minutes. I uh, did want to be dead, so um, I can't. I can't handle data. So uh, <laughs> the the dead people it is for me. Uh, not at all busy. Well, also uh, even moderately busy. It's just not the most busy mortuary. Right. It doesn't even say how busy the mortuary is. I it's assume just the mortuary. a normal level of busy. Right. Which is also. Uh, a what like that concept i've never thought of how busy is a mortuary but uh that- it depends on if i'm working at the trauma center or the, as a trauma <laughs> surgeon uh i imagine you wouldn't be trusted with surgeon like <laughs> i imagine we're like th- 
we're doing like menial tasks in the background. We can't, we cannot be handled, uh, trusted with like, save this man's life. There's no way. We do a ding dong podcast. Now, I do have a question, uh, not to bring it back. Do you think there is a ER somewhere in the world where during a, a, a procedure, they listen to us? No. Absolutely okay. not. It was absolutely worth a try. Not. It was worth it. Was worth it. Was worth the discussion. All right. Now let's now, now to stop filibustering. I agree. I'm going to work in the mortuary because you're right. Like it, again, the the busy part. I could probably learn to live with it. The ER trauma unit. That's a bit much. Because mm-hmm. for the same reason that mm-hmm. you gave, like you might lose people, and if you're working with dead people in a mortuary, we've already lost them. It's mm-hmm. there's nothing yep. to do there do you, unless unless you unless, lose them like like in the sense that, you know, the the family comes to look at the body and you open up the drawer and you're like, well, I thought he was in this one. <laughs> so what you're suggesting is a sitcom approach to my mortuary business. What I'm suggesting is that when we're done with Good Morning Greendale and we've finished the return of Futurama when that comes back. Rather than do another podcast, we do a sitcom where we're both slackers working at a mortuary and we lose uh, the pilot episode. We definitely lose a dead body. Well, I mean, that I mean, it's the easy joke to do the addition. You're going to have to keep going with with mortuary jokes in the workplace comedy, right? Mm -hmm. So what's 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 next? Like, yes, you lose a body. Ah, hilarious everybody loves a good joke but if we want to take this to series we got to have more ideas the pilot great love it just it feels like the idea isn't going to go very far okay here is this is is just a note i'm just worried the 14 plus best mortuary jokes okay Um, now how many of these are we putting in our first episode or are we basing um, each joke off like we're using each joke as a jumping off point to an episode of the show? Well, good. You know what? First God, off, these- before we go, like a good thing we've Googled something on the Internet for for more ridiculous nonsense. Go on. Um, It looks like these are some very long jokes and I'm like, I don't now. But can I they be converted know. into sitcom plots? Okay, I'm going to pull one at okay, random. Great. That um, seems like the best idea. Three bodies are delivered to the mortuary one day. Each one of them has a great big smile on their face. The coroner examines the bodies and then calls the police to tell them what has happened. Well, the first body is a Frenchman who... Oh, good. We're just going to get in some <laughs> racism here, probably. Well, I mean... Uh, it, the first body is a Frenchman who had show. a heart attack who had a heart attack while making love to his mistress. Hence the smile, says the coroner. Second body is a Scotsman, 25, won the lottery and spent all his money on whiskey. Oh, good. Fantastic. (laughs) We're just going into the stereotypes. Died of alcohol poisoning. Hence the smile. Yeah, I often think of people who die of alcohol poisoning as very happy people. Ah, says the coroner. The most unusual one, Sean, the Irishman, 30, struck by lightning. Oh, no. Why is he smiling then? He thought he was having his picture taken. So there you go. Um, Wait, the racism was a red herring? (laughs) The racism was a red herring. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, 
So uh, that's you know, our. It's why it is wild that there is a weird tie-in between outsourcing Mike's bits and the show that we watched the episode but here it's we go. true because i could take all these jokes and become a uh terrible racist comic just like gupta goopty gupta uh star just... of this episode of <laughs> community season six episode six basic email security um this episode the entire plot the entire plot I... is that <laughs> the dean has uh invited um in a uh, terrible comic named Gupta Gupti Gupta, right? Uh, who is played by Jay Chandrasekhar. You, you know the. I think I'm the, saying that right. The guy in Super Troopers, Broken Lizard, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So he is a uh, stand-up comic who just tells a lot of very racist jokes. Uh, his whole bit I, is just racist and offensive. I think. Uh, uh, calling them jokes is generous. I'm not one to talk. I do this podcast. So, but we make um, each other laugh. Gupti, uh, Gupta is not doing that. It's not happening. He does not. So the Dean invites him, uh, to do, uh, stand up here because, uh, he only costs $700 for the event. So, mm-hmm. you know, why not? Why not? Uh, I'll tell you why not, because his entire act is just one giant racist piece of garbage. And the school gets their email hacked by a hacktivist who wants them to cancel the event. And this launches into the weirdest debate about free speech that has maybe ever existed. (laughs) Um, Yes. Because the... The whole episode, so they, the email, the lunch lady's emails get hacked. The hacker says that they have more emails. If Goopty Goopta Goopta Goopty Goopta uh, performs at Greendale, the hacker is going to release the activities committee's emails, that being the study group. Which I do um, love because uh, Jeff is like, we don't have one of, oh God, it's us. I do also love later in the episode where um, uh, when they're revealing the emails uh, th- they mention when Jeff and Britta dated and Frankie's like, wait, you two dated? Uh, yeah, no, we, back when, we, you know, we used to be a study group. Uh, wait, you guys used to be a study group? Uh, yeah, Chang was our teacher. What? what? Just like the, that. Yeah. that uh, and then Abed saying those were the golden years. Yeah, that sort of like uh, uh, just like, oh, yeah, no, that's how far we come. This 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 started as a study group started by Jeff to bring bang Britta. Yeah. And now we're in whatever the hell this is here on Yo- <laughs> the, the Yahoo screen community. season. Um, Yahoo screen, baby. So all of the uh, the study groups, uh, activities, committee, whatever emails will be released <laughs> if Gupta Gupti Gupta perform is allowed to perform. And this is this causes some very weird things to happen here because Britta, <laughs> who would have otherwise been protesting to get him to not perform, is suddenly on a like free speech uh, um, absolutist path of like, this is America. He should be allowed to say whatever he wants so that I can protest right. it because this is, is freedom of speech. It's so important. It's the first one they remembered to add for white people <laughs> is, and for people with penises. 
And then Jeff kind of tries to slink away from those as uh, I think it was people without color and something else. People without colors or people without color or vaginas. Which is such a wild thing. It's just like it's it's weird because a lot of like jokes don't feel like they're like they 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 shouldn't come out of the people that are saying them. If that makes sense in this episode. How do you mean? Well, I mean, I just like. The dean, the dean, kind of like I, I recognize that he is like shrinking away from his emails, but like kind of, it just no, no, nothing feels like you've got Britta kind of making this weird turn into that free speech after lucid instead of like, you know, being like, no, we should really shut this guy down because he's terrible and horrible, and then yeah, it's it's just like something doesn't. It's, it just doesn't feel right for me. And I think it be, that's the main joke of the episode of like all of the all of these usually people fighting for, quote unquote, the good, the right thing at Greendale is like, f- it, like you can watch them like realize at the end, this is what we've been fighting for. Um, it just I, I won't get into grades, but it just doesn't like something feels weird and I mean, you we know, can like not quite there. We can talk. We can dip into grades a little bit here. Like, there's no <laughs> no specific format. No, 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 um, no, no. no. We, we've but, we've seen we've seen Officer Kukowski. He's gonna come and let us know when it's time for grades. Uh, I I did. I and I don't remember where I saw it because I I went back to the source that I thought I saw it on, and I couldn't okay. find it. But I I remember reading somewhere. Um, where they were talking about kind of the oddities of season six. And this episode gets brought up in particular as just an episode where it was like, what is this show even doing anymore? Because this episode is like, we need to make a stand about free speech, about a thing that I disagree with, that I would otherwise protest, but we need free speech but then the emails are leaked and then we read them, but we shouldn't, but we agree to not have, we agree to be okay with having read them and then we're not, but then the whole school's emails get leaked and then it's chaos and now we're back to normal. What was the, and literally at the end of the episode, I'm skipping (laughs) way to the end of the episode, but literally at the end, they're like, so what was the moral in all of this? And they're just like, I don't know. And it's like, what was this, what is this episode even doing? Yeah, and, it's, and it's it's it, it feels like none of the jokes are like landing mm-hmm. all that well because we like it's even referenced that they've done this kind of like the 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 study group breaks down because you know Annie's pen got stolen by a monkey like and, and Pierce they did masturbated that himself to death, which is referenced. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, but those things are referenced, and it's like. Look, look at the thing, times we did something pretty good. This is kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Kind of, right? And, it's, and it feels it feels like a weird, like, like yes, it's a trilogy, but it's also like you're really pointing out that the third one in this is just not as good as the other two, regardless of how, how good the other ones are. Right. So, um, yeah, taking a step back, the uh, Lunch Ladies emails <laughs> get uh, hacked. I do want to read a couple of my favorite... Um, Subject lines because we get we get a uh, uh, list of of all of the lunch ladies mm. emails uh, and I I did pause you it know, 
and I did sure. find some uh, good subject lines in there. Before we do, I do want to say that Elroy finds five cocktails based off of these emails, and we don't get enough information there because 100% I would have gotten the stuff to do it. Oh yeah, we we would have, we should do that. We, we would should have, have a party a- where we have those five cocktails. But the but the thing is, it's just a thing that's said, and I don't think it ever got made. But the lunch lady's emails uh, subject lines include uh, from the dean, just all capitals, new Mindy project. Um, so he's excited. Remember that show, the Mindy project? I, I never do saw remember it. that. Um, I never saw it either. Leonard sent attention. Re 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 potatoes. Uh, Leonard sends I love, another I one. I love a long chain about uh-huh. potatoes. It's Leonard sends another one that's just stop com- commenting on my food reviews. Uh, <laughs> and then a strange one from Vicky. Your daughter misses you. Well, there you go. So um, also there's one in there about a Buzz Hickey memorial service. So they're just like, oh, yeah, Buzz Hickey just died. And like, we're not going to reference ever it ever. He was just one of the main characters for an entire season of this show. But that's yeah. fine. Sure. We we won't even we'll, we won't we'll, even mention we'll it. reference him in a gag that you have to pause for. And that's it. But it was on Yahoo screen. A very pausable uh, thing. This wasn't just like airing on NBC (laughs) where you had to put in a VHS tape into your dying VCR and then pause it and look through all the static. Hold on. Hold on. Are you saying in 2015, as if as referenced by Elroy, that the only way to pause something is to tape it on VHS and pause it like TiVo's existed, my man? Um, yes. But do you think the average community fan has a TiVo? I worked for TiVo for a time, by the way, and the thing <laughs> that they that they pointed out because I was in I was in the sales and retention, so I was the guy who, when you canceled your TiVo, I'd be like, "Why are you canceling?" And you'd be like, "They're foreclosing on my house," and I'd be like, "Have you considered what you're going to do for entertainment while they foreclose on your house if you cancel your TiVo?" And then you tell me to choke on my own dick, and I say, "That sounds great, sir. I'll cancel your TiVo." So. Uh, At least you didn't. Based like, on I a imagine mostly there are true some story. people that were like, "I'm gonna do another another pass at this after you told me to to you know do, do what you told me to do." I quit that job after 45 days because I was told by management that I could have pressed harder on the guy who was uh, whose house was being foreclosed on, and that's when I felt my soul die inside, and that's why I'm uh, I'm I'm just a dead husk uh, rotted out from mm-hmm. the inside. So been a dead husk since since day 45 at TiVo. So suck on that TiVo. Anyways, one of the things they did point out is that the av- at the time, at least, the average TiVo customer was making six figures. And I assume everyone who was watching Community was very poor because I was very poor. Oh, I see. Because I quit my job <laughs> at the TiVo factory. So, Did you know TiVo still exists? I did know TiVo still exists, and That's I'm not wild. sure why. Because I'm not sure why cable television still exists. That's but- also fair. The this was Yahoo screen where you could just pause it and didn't have to use a VCR or TiVo mic. So you could just you could pause it and catch all these things. Um, So (laughs) I'm just saying TiVo's like came out in like 99. Like we had them for a while. Anyway, how many people do you know who actually had a TiVo? Because I know one person. My family had a TiVo. I know two people and they're both on this podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I had a TiVo because I worked for TiVo. And they wanted me to know how to use TiVo so I could sell them. So I could be like, oh, yeah, no, they're great features. And they've got uh-huh. all these things. I use I them hear, every I day. Hear, I use them every day. Have you uh, tried putting, taking more money out of your for- house that's being foreclosed and putting them directly into the TiVo? Have you considered that if you're watching hit NBTV show Community and need to pause it to watch uh, to get all of the lunch ladies' emails, you can pause it without having to put in a VHS tape into your VCR and make sure you have recorded it. The TiVo will record that automatically uh-huh. because it knows that you like Community, and thus you can pause it and just be like, "Oh look, Vicky says your daughter misses you. I caught I- that because of TiVo. Thanks, TiVo." <laughs> And Thanks, then, Steve-o. like, it makes I, a little bloop, bloop noise, which is a trademark noise, by the way. There, there were lawsuits <laughs> about the little bloop bloop. Because it's it's so important. I do imagine you're like, but what if you have to pause the Denver Broncos game to go get a beverage? Everyone <laughs> does read the lunch ladies' emails. They read the highlights because you don't want to go through that many emails. I mean, have you seen the size of that magazine? It's just pleasing. I'm just going to skip right over that. So um, <laughs> that's when Britta has her little free free speech freak out. We do get off- Officer Krakowski. Uh, Krakowski? Kakowski. I always screw it up. Kakowski. Kukowski. Kukowski. We do get Officer Kakowski. He comes back. He's very excited for the Avengers. Um, he, so. he does seem to be, which is very <laughs> funny considering uh, I think that the ne- not the Avengers that they're talking about, the next one is the one that was uh uh by the Russos. The the uh this is not the the last time in the community series where uh the Avengers gets kind of poked fun at. So um it was uh Terrific. it was is good times. So uh Britta manages to get the whole group to join in with her in this protest of a protest to she's like i'll stand up for what's right the first amendment i will uh let them leak me and then they all stand up and they're like all right that means we're all probably going to get leaked and we're all going to agree we don't read the the emails i i love that abed gets up and's like i'm not the last person to stand up that means someone else is so <laughs> it's just very funny that abed is so nonplussed about this whole thing uh, and the dean is like, yeah, I'm with you guys, but don't tell anyone I'm with you, because if you do, I'll deny it, but I'm with you. So It, it does make sense to me after uh, uh, that he would be shrinking away from his emails being public after the situation after gay dean. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. I'm sure the dean's emails are absolutely wild. They have to at least have some Dalmatians in there, and I don't think so. At least some, and I am not prepared for on what level those Dalmatians are going to be in there. So they do a press conference. Um, They make their um, intentions known. They're going to, they're going to make sure Gupta, Gupti, Gupta uh, still performs. 
The performance by Gupta Gupti Gupta will go on as scheduled tomorrow night, and we encourage anyone who believes in freedom to attend Mr. Gupta's performance. Although, as a woman and someone with many Jewish and black friends, I will be deeply offended and petitioning to have Mr. Gupta banned from all campuses across America. But one thing at a time. First, freedom of speech does not just apply to speech you want to hear. Case in point, am I right? <laughs> The the one random thing from this press conference I did want to call out is just that Elroy is like, there's coffee and scotch in the corner for for the, the press. And but I'm that, like, but that feels super, super good for like super accurate for Greendale. Of that course sounds great. I want to like I want to go to events where there's a like, scotch in the corner. It's probably not going to be great scotch. I'm still going to drink it. That's free scotch, yeah, exactly. baby. And where do you think Jeff goes immediately? <laughs> uh huh. Because like, of course. You know, he's got to get course, a scotch. Yeah. They decide no peeking at the leaking. It Which, rhymes. So, you know, it's got to be true. Um, uh, guess how many people immediately uh, break that? Everybody but Abed. Yes, Abed. <laughs> Abed, I, Abed just doesn't seem interested at in the whole th- plot of the episode, which is great to me. Out of all the things that feel really out of character for people in this episode, Abed just not giving a shit about actually like reading any of the emails is i think a very true abed moment where he's just like why whatever i don't care it doesn't matter i'm gonna go be abed and do my abed things and it's great yeah (laughs) i'm watching kick buncher three i don't care about these emails between other people who cares forget the emails kick puncher marathon boom easy hell yeah so uh everyone else does get their emails leaked. Um, We do get a great Elroy line, which I do want to call out because Jeff's like, I don't care. I don't use my Greendale email for anything. What makes you think it's only your Greendale email they'll be leaking? Because they hacked Greendale. Do you have a computer in your office? Yes. Do you check your emails on that computer? Uh Uh-huh. You look at boobies on it? One time. They got it. They got everything. (laughs) <laughs> it's Vietnam now, baby. It's Vietnam. <laughs> it's a great and line. Of course, it's it's Keith David giving it, which 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 makes el- it great. It's any so line. good. Any line, it's so good. Um, yeah, the, uh, but of course, everybody has read him. Uh, oh yeah. The next, whenever they see each other again, I don't know what the the time is on this episode. I am. But I am assuming sh- it's the next day. But we don't okay. we don't get any specific clear um yeah. you know timeline. They are they do have different clothes, so I think you're probably right. They are setting up for the performance. Uh and then, you know, you know the thing that happens when the study group f- feels aggrieved at every single other person mm-hmm. in the study group. They talk about it for at length, uh, including uh, Annie saying, I don't think I'm jumpy enough if my friends can steal my blood. Yeah, we get we get a whole <laughs> litany of um, awkward things, which the whole time and maybe this is just me existing in 2023. But the whole time I'm like, man, someone, first of all, if anyone ever hacked my school email, uh, they would have never found anything on that. Like, yeah. I didn't use that shit for anything. If somebody hacked my current email today they're just going to get a lot of newsletters from things that i bought something from one time i bought these foldable milk crates 
Uh, they're great, actually. They they don't sponsor us, but they're they're like super nice, um, just foldable uh, milk crates. I put one on the back of my bike. I bought them one time. I've actually bought more since, but uh, the first time I bought I bought them one time. <laughs> I for... love the immediate like undercut of your position. <laughs> but for a month, a solid month after I bought those guys. I would just get emails from the company who makes them and just like, hey, how are those working out? Hey, did you, if you like them, read or leave a review. Hey, we got a sale on more. They're just like constantly in my inbox. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I bought one three pack of these fucking crates from you. We are not best friends now. Stop the, emailing the, me. This is not a thing I need to keep getting. It's not like it's milk. Right. Um, so if, if maybe you give me eggs, we can talk. So if somebody hacked my email, it would just be newsletters like that. Um, and uh, th- like reminders to pay my credit card and like, oh, I ordered a hard drive from Newegg.com. Sweet. Uh-huh. Like I, I definitely don't have any hot goss about anyone I know. Yeah, in yeah. my e- because ho- I don't use my email for hot there. goss. Yeah, yeah. There's it's 2023. There are a kajillion other channels for you to hot goss with. Email is going to be the last one on my. I see an email coming on my phone. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! It's a fucking email. What, what does this have to be? Oh God! It's a rejection email from a job. What, Damn it! What fresh hell is this email? <laughs> It's not like we're uh, a strong bad over here with our emails. The email, the email. What? What? The email. Uh, I love we, we. I love that we're both in that section of the internet. It's so good. There is a small, maybe large contingent uh, percentage of our uh, uh, listening audience right now who is just like gotten chills from the the <laughs> strong bad emails references uh and then there is another the, the remaining percent is like what the fuck are they talking about <laughs> so oh yeah um uh so if if you are part of that first group uh great grb hamstray thank you for listening to our podcast um so <laughs> No one like and so maybe it's just me existing in 2023, although I didn't really yeah. use my email for hot goss in 2015 either. But I'm right. just like. I mean, I don't want to get my email hacked, but also like it's not going to destroy every friendship I have ever had. Um, right. I just I don't use it for that. So also, I am not as much of a total asshole to all of my friends behind their back. Fair. So. Yeah, if they want the hot goss, I'm I'm trying to think of what they'd have to hack for me to have the hot goss. Closest closest thing uh, for hot goss for me would be Discord, probably. Yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking too. But I don't even hot goss there. Yeah, I don't even really. I don't we, hot we goss just, most we places. Just shit, really, we just shit talk Joe Biden. That dude can eat my farts. So. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's saying it, but it's very funny that that you were just like on board immediately. Look, did I vote for him? Yes. Can he eat my farts? Also, yes. Also, yes. I contain multitudes. So, um, (laughs) 
anyways, uh, <laughs> there's a whole litany of just hot goss grievances yeah. that um, people have. Um, Jeff does before before this all erupts. Jeff does throw a chair across the room, which I do want to point out. It's pre- it's a pretty impressive throw, honestly. It's a pretty impressive throw. Um, everyone read everything except for uh, Abed, as previously discussed. Um, Which at one point he shows very funnily because he pulls up all the emails. It's like, you've got an email. You've got a dentist appointment tomorrow. Where's the good stuff? Uh-huh. So this is when we find out uh, they had Annie's blood tested for amphetamines. Uh, Abed has apparently spent a lot of time explaining to his girlfriend that uh, Annie does not understand Donnie Darko. Which of all the things to get mad about, like if 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 a, <laughs> if your email got hacked and the hot goss in all the hot goss rags was like, Mike says Ben doesn't understand Donnie Darko, I'd be like, yeah, have you seen that movie? Like, it's it would be a fucking weird thing to do because I have not seen Donnie Darko, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't even know what there is not to get. Uh huh. I do find that kind of funny and find that kind of sad. <laughs> it is a mad world. So. I know. I know the song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd just be like, okay, whatever, fine. <laughs> you feel I don't understand a weird, fucked up movie? All right, cool. That's fine. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. actually care about that. But we do Exactly. It's such a I I think it's just weird because it's funny because Abed is like, you know, this is something that is very high on Abed's uh-huh. list and then he's like, that's what you think about me? You think I don't match your love like your I'm not high in your levels? We do find out that there is an actual uh betting pool about Frankie's sexual preferences, which like you know, I'll I'll, I'll make fun of this episode and all that, but like, there's some real dark shit in some of these emails. Oh yeah, that, that is some dark That's shit. Fucked up. It's having fucked up. having an actual betting pool that uh, I think Jeff says is worth three hundred dollars. <laughs> like, that's yeah. insane. That is yeah, it's that is absolutely insane. Um, Frankie says just a reminder that the the study group are not good people. They are they are decidedly not good people. <laughs> Least of all to each other. Um Oh yeah, they're terrible to each other. Frankie told HR that Jeff's a functional alcoholic, which fine, that's part of her job and also probably I mean, true. Did you did you see how fast he went to the scotch? He went straight. He's probably the reason the scotch is in the corner. Most press conferences that's- don't have scotch with the coffee. Well, it's usually on. like coffee and donuts. Have you been to uh, zero? But I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say most press conferences might have coffee and maybe some donuts, not scotch. Now, okay. if they do have scotch, I'm gonna start going to more press conferences because that sounds great. I guess how do you how how does one get invited to a press conference? Probably and be it, part of the press. Which yeah, that's what sounds like a lot of effort. <laughs> Yeah, that seems like a lot. I'll of just effort. stay home and drink like, scotch. Sounds great. Because I think there's, unfortunately, I believe there are like four press jobs now. So unfortunately, uh, we we've, we're fa- we're we're living in the fall of the Western civilization. Everyone. Uh super great. Um, so uh, I do like though when they're uh, talking about this betting pool, 
uh, Frankie does turn to Annie and say, was your goal to win or just be disgusting? And she's like, I had to pick last, which like, <laughs> you know, if I you're, like that there was a designated list. If you're splitting a, a possible sexuality pool, uh, you know, what, six ways, you know, you gay, straight, bi, ace, like, all right, cool. You've got what? What else? What? What else you got? It's gonna get weird. <laughs> it's gonna get weird. And apparently, it does because Frankie is uh, very upset by whatever the hell Annie picked. Um, we find out that Frankie has been emailing her dead sister as a journaling device, and that just gets casually dropped in this episode. <laughs> like this episode gets fucking dark, dude. It's really dark. I to- like this section obviously is like the darkest part of it. Um a- along with Elroy having a weird relationship with a family from Herndon, Virginia, which mm-hmm. I did put in my notes. Virginia reference, just ignoring the rest of the context uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Um it is weird because he's like I- I th- I feel like Rizelle Gis- is my daughter, not as much as her actual parents, though. Well, and it's that comes up because Elroy is very specifically like, look, let's all just name like one thing. We'll just get it out there and then we can just move on. And he picks something that is, you know, not great. But compared to like the the next thing that comes up which is making 3D models of the ladies of the study group, um, yeah. which he he claims is because he's making a game about lady time travelers. But later, like toward the end of the episode, he does insinuate that they are naked in these models. Yeah. So, to be fair, I will, I'm giving him the, the smallest amount of uh, the benefit of the doubt. It could be both. It could be a sexual game. Where they're naked, but it's still a game about lady mm-hmm. time travelers. Still, still technically a game uh, if they are naked lady time travelers, and it's a game. It could be like Terminator rules, where like they go back and they're naked because all of their oh, uh, it's a plot device. non-organic, uh, you know, whatever gets like only the the organic part goes back. So they show up naked and then Arnold Schwarzenegger has to beat up a biker in a bar to get his clothes. It could be like that, except it's about lady time travelers uh, who go back in time and are naked. I love how much benefit. Not as a not as a sex thing. It's a totally innocent thing where they just happen to go back naked because the clothes can't go back. And it's it's just using Terminator rules and it's not a sex thing, even though there is gratuitous amounts of boobs and bush in it. It's fine. It's not a sex thing. It's definitely a sex thing. <laughs> it's definitely a sex thing for Elroy. Um, but yeah, like uh, to to complete the circle, because I know we often do the Ben's uh, Colorado corner. We'll have Mike's Virginia corner. Uh, Herndon is on the exact opposite of the side of the state. Um, if you know, I I'm I've not spent a lot of time in Herndon. It's like a four plus hour drive from where I grew up. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I do not know this family, unfortunately. Un- unlike Greendale, great. unlike Greendale, Colorado, it is a place that actually exists. It is a place that actually exists. It's near Dulles. Chang sends daily emails ranking Britta Annie one and two, <laughs> which um, is such a wild thing, and sends directly to Jeff. Mm-hmm. And Jeff does not respond except 
For once, he said, ha ha, yeah. Then everyone just starts yelling emails at each other. Um, and that's when Gupta Goopty Gupta shows up. And uh, he's just like, hey, you guys are okay? Like, no. And he's like, well, look, I'm, I'm really grateful. This is the first school in six months that hasn't canceled. So, you know, thanks. And they, they prep for this show, which also it's weird that they're like, they went from not knowing this is happening to being like, we're the ones responsible for setting up the chairs and the audio. <laughs> and like, this is suddenly our thing. Yeah, probably. Who was supposed to do this before they went on a whole like uh, tirade about uh, free speech absolutism? I imagine the dean was going to rope them in somehow. And this is just as good as any, any other way. We do get a return of the song Daybreak, uh, which is playing as they uh, open the doors. Neil is the only one who shows up. I can't I can't tell if he's actually interested in it or if he's trying to also shut it down. Oh, he's trying to shut it down. Absolutely. Also, I'll just throw this out here. Neil has some facial hair. Looks good. Hey, he looks good with the al- facial hair. I'm digging always it. Always a huge fan of Neil. Gotta love that Neil. So... Uh, Gupta Goopty Gupta is like, look, I can't do a show for one person. And and Annie loses her shit because she's like, look, we did this for you. Like, dude, there's more at stake for what you'd rather do. <laughs> it's very weird about how they basically like uh, like or they're like shove him on stage. And you're like, you got to do your bits. Uh, you gotta there's go. another uh, email from the hacker. That's like, look, the if the performance goes on as scheduled, all of your info will be uh, published. So. For there's a mob the outside. School. They try to shut down the, the show and literally, Britta says, we have to stop the people. Their freedom of speech depends on it. Which. I'm glad we both wrote that one I down. I feel like it's, like so it's a funny, funny line, but it's also just like, it's one of those things where it's just like, man, what are we doing here on this episode, dude? Like. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it like it out of context. It's just a very funny sentence. It's very funny delivery, but like. It is like where did what 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 slippery slide did we f- slide down to? And it's get it's to just this point? it's just so weird. Like I mean, I do feel like you know with um, uh, I do feel like with kind of the way politics has gone in this country, like this idea of comics like getting canceled or whatever, and um getting disinvited from colleges like that's a huge thing now it's a huge thing that conservatives cry about and it's become this huge staple of like modern day politics and i'm sure it was you know happening in 2015 uh again elroy's shirt reminds us all this is 2015 because one of the things they emailed very helpful was that he dresses out of style and so he literally wears a shirt that just says 2015 on it because he's up to the minute. Which I kind of love. Uh, it's it's very good. Imagine if fashion... Elroy, Elroy, in, Elroy in this episode, undefeated. Undefeated. Except for the uh, except for the sexy uh, friend kind, 3D model. One, one defeat. Single defeat. <laughs> Imagine if fashion was just wearing a shirt with the current year on it. 
God, I would be the height of fashion. Um, we could do this. This is what we can do, Ben. Speaking of Elroy being great, we did jump over the fact that when the the Dean's uh, computer gets hacked, um, he's like, fix it. And Elroy's like, I can't. I mean, it's already been hacked. And then the Dean's like, well, no, you have to fix it. Elroy says, well, I mean, I guess we could try cutting the hard line at the mainframe. And the Dean runs off to go do that. And he's like, oh, you were being sarcastic. I mean, it takes a while for him to get there. Also, I do love we are like at the climax of the show and you're like, but hold on. We have to go all well, the way back. I, I got into it, but I, I and, and you know, I, I but I do want to come back to that because it's one of my favorite <laughs> sure, things no, in the I, episode. It's very good, um, uh, which which says something about this episode, I think. And also, I do want to call out that literally the first line of the episode is uh, the Dean saying to Elroy, computer, no worky. He says, please don't do that. It's like, oh, sorry. Computer, no worky. Because I have had people <laughs> literally tell me, computer, no worky. This is not a joke. That's, I mean, it is a joke, but it's also not a joke. Um, that's wild. Um, so if we're if we're back at the beginning of the episode, I do like Elroy being like, is it that hot lunch lady? <laughs> and then the, Dean's like, the one that serves the hot food is like, yeah, that's the one. One one defeat in this whole episode, Elroy. Single He's defeat. Single defeat. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, anyways, we're back. We're back in in the current times, 2015. Um, and uh, Gupta Gupti Gupta gets on stage. He starts delivering his bit. Uh, it's he, it's like aggressively unfunny. It, he literally starts out with, uh, "I see there's a lot of Jews in the crowd," uh, or would you know if. Like he can't even pivot. His his whole thing is just like I expect there to be a lot of Jews in the crowd, and thus yeah, yeah. that's my bit. Uh, and then he does turn to Annie. He's like, look, I mean, I have a whole Jew thing. So um, he starts ripping into Neil for being fat, uh, who does not appreciate it. And I don't um, appreciate it either. <laughs> and he's like, hey, uh, you're fat, but also are you black or Jewish? Because like, and he just starts telling a bunch of pointless jokes that are all just yeah. racist and um yeah then uh the the bastards did it they leaked the entire school's data and then it pretty much moves to the next day where everything is it's become mad max uh-huh uh everything is a disaster um litter is covering the hallways Pe- people are fighting each other greendale has torn itself apart over pretty much anything and why not this too and the group decides to try to find a lesson in all this and they don't really until officer Kukowski comes back with with the hacker who is also a, a little kid a little kid uh a little kid who goes by the hacker alias string cheese hustler or fat mitzvah or skull and boners 88 or captain titty I, I believe it is fart mitzvah, not fat mitzvah. Either way, it is. It's very funny for someone with those names to be trying to shut down basically the same. Uh huh. It turns out the password, the school's master password, was change me, which uh, I'm just gonna go out and and say this. You, there's no such thing as a like master password that would give you access to literally the entire school's emails. <laughs> um, sure, but that's that. I understand where you're going for. Have somewhat good password hygiene and change the password of change me. (laughs) 
pa- good password <laughs> hygiene is very important. Make sure your passwords are long and uh, diverse. And um, sure. And not change me, but um, also <laughs> that's not a thing. Um, I mean, oh, if, that's fair. if someone got like point. your organization's like Office 365 admin account, uh, like there could they could do a lot of havoc. But there's not like a single password that's like cool. I have literally the whole school's emails now. Now I I do want to say this. First off, we're assuming Greendale is set up in a logical manner so that if you have one password, it's you true. Don't They're have probably it. not using Office three sixty five. They're probably using um, ho- uh, on site hosted uh, uh, on on prem exchange from like two thousand four. I, and also, you, we've seen the VR that that one one in, Linux uh, server with an SMTP server installed on it. Right where. Basically, if you've got a password, you can do whatever you want. Um, the computer, the innards out- of the SMTP server are filled with gold and um, probably uh, borchard's jizz. Uh, so cool. Uh, I do want to point out this. The, the I don't know if they that fucking hell that um, that cool is doing a lot of heavy lifting here. So continue. <laughs> So what I'm saying is, is it's not it, it, like it, it, while this was what, seven years ago at this mm-hmm. point or eight years, I don't remember. I don't know what time is. Um, it is still important because this wasn't really a hack. This was uh social engineering because you didn't change the password and they just guessed they, they, they did. They basically guessed the configuration uh, email uh, passwords. It's true. So most phishing is actually a real thing. Most, I mean, if I can put on my IT guy hat for a moment, uh, well, that's what I was doing. So please join most, me in the IT corner. Most hacks these days are uh, social engineering more than they are any sort of brute forcing. So now with a password that's just changed me, that would be really easy to brute force. Um, no numbers, no that's fair. you know anything. It's a pretty short password. You could brute force that with a modern computer in a matter of minutes, probably. Um and but, also, it's probably on the list of like, here are basic admin passwords that uh-huh. haven't been changed yet. Uh, yeah, so that, I mean, that SMTP server, maybe its default password was change me. But um, yeah, but yeah most, most... This is another indication that you should change your router password away from admin. Uh, yeah, make sure your router password is not admin admin or uh, root admin or um, yeah. anything like that. Anyways, so um, but yeah, most most actual hacks are uh, social engineering these days. So um, you know, don't share personal information and stuff online. Blah 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 blah, etc. Um, be safe out there. Don't click on weird emails. Also, VPNs are not necessary for you to like yeah be secure online. Um, use a VPN if you're on a public Wi-Fi, but like you don't need it at home. VPN ads lie to you. Come at me, NordVPN. So. Um, the more you know. Anyways, uh, yeah, they, um, they're, so they're like, they're trying to figure out what the moral is. Um, Neil's never talking to them again. Uh, Annie's like, I don't see how we can bounce back from this one. Yeah, if you follow a theme of revealed secrets, the email hack is the third installment of a trilogy that began with Annie losing a pen in what I've come to call the golden age. And Frankie's like, I'm guessing the second chapter was when your friend vanished on a mysterious boat trip after your other friend masturbated himself to death. If that's the one you bounce back from, we might be okay. It's 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 very good. 
It's just, I'm sorry. It's just that it's like pieces of lines are very, very funny. Mm -hmm. And then there's just some, what the fuck is happening? Uh, They, they come to the idea that the moral is a free government terrorizes privacy until officer Kukowski comes in with uh, string cheese hustler. um, And uh, they caught him. Uh, We didn't even mention that his, that officer Kukowski's partner uh, was a kid. Because it's a, a yeah, the, cyber the cyber divi- crime division. Uh-huh. Yeah. The cyber crime division is still new, so it's a kid. Um, but uh, yeah, and then that's when we find out the real moral is crime doesn't pay. And the very last bit before the tag is Elor is like, "Look, I'm sorry if I used photography to digitally approximate some of your naked bodies." And he says, "Oh, that's okay." And he's like, "It is no, the tag." <laughs> Is uh, it's raining and Officer Kukowski and the kid um, uh, Warburton uh, is the kid's uh, name. It's a very great name it's, to give to a kid. It's a very Plug great it. name. Uh, they are trying to track down some cyber crimes and uh, the kid is just not not into Officer Kukowski. He's like, look, we don't have to be friends. There's nothing in the in the book that says we have to be friends. And. Um, they they kind of butt heads for a little bit and then uh he he, the kid picks up something on his uh his listening device and he's like oh crap how fast can you get us to the mainframe hard line and then they zoom off yeah and uh that's the episode for whatever it's worth that's the episode and that means that it is time for great I okay. I'm gonna start my grade segment with. I don't think this is the worst episode of television I've ever seen. Excellent. <laughs> so we've got the low bound. I, I I just. I think I think we're both kind of feeling the same way about this episode, where it's just. It. We go down a path that I don't really understand why we're ever going down the path i i guess is a way to put it it just it's just a way to have these characters mad at each other again and have kind of a bodily episode again and it's i mean there are some good lines like elroy again only a single defeat in this episode but like i don't know it's it's just a lot to have these people like defending a like basically somebody who just turns r- racist quote unquote observations into quote unquote humor um because of free speech and then like even getting to the point of stopping the people to keep their freedom of speech it's it's all very like why why is why is any of this happening? <laughs> and why and and is there a way it could be funnier? Yes, probably. Um so I I don't know. I just and the tag doesn't really do it for me either. It's just it just doesn't do it for me. And I think I I I'm sure you have some really some more deeper thoughts about, you know, you've ta- you've brought it back to like politics in the current age and it's like I just don't like as a piece of entertainment, as a comedy show, eh, eh, it doesn't really work for me. Um, like I and I'm not somebody that is like 
doesn't like anti-comedy, like the comedy that's like, because it's unfunny, that's why it's funny. I I don't know. I just don't, it, it didn't strike me as this is a good episode. It's not like I've seen worse television, but I've, I, I, I've, I don't know if I've seen much worse community. I don't know. I just, I, I'm not, I'm not finding enough good to, to, you know, give it a good grade. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, it's clearly it, you know, I think I'm just going to go ahead and give it a D and stop trying to equivocate. Cause I just, I just don't, it didn't work for me. It doesn't, you know, I, I just, I just don't think it works for me. And I don't think it's a very, it's not, it's certainly not an episode. I'm going to be like, God, I watched this one. It's just like, yeah, I, I probably might even skip it. It's just not, it doesn't do much for me. Okay. Um, so they, they very explicitly call back to the previous two bottle episodes in which we find right. out a lot of shit on the other characters in the study group. And I think those ones succeed because in the um, in cooperative calligraphy, it is based on this really uh, wild idea that Annie losing a pen can devolve into the chaos of them standing mostly naked behind upturned tables, uh, cutting off a friend's. Uh, leg cast just like mm-hmm. you know going wild about this pen and i think as the fact that it is the first one in the trilogy i think that really works because it's like okay there's tensions that have built up because you sure. know uh, friendships are not perfect um right there are ten- tensions that have kind of built up that we've all just sort of set a- aside for civility and then Annie losing a pen is the weird straw that uh, breaks the camel's back and it devolves into utter chaos. Right. Um, And then cooperative polygraphy works specifically because it is pierced from beyond the grave causing the this bullshit. Right. He was always a, a stirrer of the pot. Right. And so I think both of those episodes managed to work for that. This feels very shoehorned in with this like, oh, well, there's this uh, really um, racist comic who's going to come perform at the school. And Britta goes down this path of uh, free speech absolutism, which I don't know. It's a we- This is a weird episode to kind of look back on from 2023, because in 2023, if you were to write Britta today... There is no chance that she is going down this free speech absolutism uh, Agreed. thing. Whereas I feel like, yeah, maybe in 2015, you know, I mean, it was uh, it was Obama era politics where it's just like, well, you know, I don't agree with what you say, but I, I'll fight to the death or right to say it. I, I feel like a lot of people were a lot more on that, like, well, yeah, I don't necessarily agree with his uh, whole comedy bit about uh, how poor, how black people are too poor to buy food or whatever. Um, right. Which isn't even like a joke, but whatever. Right. Um, it's just not even so successful. Anyway. Um, I mean, that, that 
that being his joke is the, the, po- the joke, the, but um, the, that's the point. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, I, I do feel like maybe in 2015 in that sort of political landscape, maybe she would have. But it still feels a little bit out of character for her um, yeah. to to just suddenly be like, I I was literally going to protest this guy, but now I'm going to literally let my emails get leaked defending his right to say the things that I vehemently uh, am against. So that feels really weird. It feels kind of shoehorned in. And also this episode gets really dark without any sort of resolution on that. I feel like cooperative calligraphy, it didn't, like you know, you you got thing weird things like Abed accidentally uh, tracking the uh, menstrual cycles of the the ladies of the study group. You get, right. um, you know, sort of you you get some sort of weird reveals in that, but a lot of it is just like stuff kind of bubbling up under the surface, right? Right. Most of it is just sort of like we're a friends group that has occasional tension. With cooperative polygraphy, it gets dark, but it also ends up kind of having this, like, in the end, Pierce thinks fondly of these people. He gives them actual gifts, some of which is canisters of sperm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he gives them actual gifts. He gives them actual, like, parting messages that are about, like, yeah, y'all kind of sucked, but also... Like, you know, we're friends and we're good people. And um, there right. was there that, that episode had something to say about the oddities of relationships and being friends with someone, uh, being friends with right. someone who is different than you. And sometimes you fuck up. And, you know, it had a lot of things to say about that while Pierce played puppet master from Beyond the Grave. I don't know what the fuck this episode is trying to say. Is free speech good? Do we dislike free speech? Is is it more important? It, like, is it worth letting all of your hot goss about how you're literally betting on a, another human being's sexuality worth standing up for a guy whose joke is black people can't afford food? I don't know what the fuck this episode's trying to say. And that is why I don't think this episode works. Because, I mean, A... Sure. After two episodes, I don't think it's a well we need to go back down. Like, I think Agreed. I think cooperative polygraphy is a great place to leave that sort of uh, idea of like, you know, we've got all this sort of negativity bubbling under the surface. You don't need to visit it again. So I think it fails for that. Sure. I think it fails because the the whole premise of like, like I said, this comic's coming and we need to protest the thing, but we also need to free speech it. And uh, like, it, that makes no sense. And then uh, like half of the episode is just dark shit. Like uh, them making fun of, Oh, your sister never emails you back. And she's like, she's literally dead. This is a journaling exercise. Like it gets, it it gets dark and there's no real resolution to it. They're just like, well, we everyone has all of their dark secrets in the school leaked. What did we learn? Crime doesn't pay. All right. Yeah. Bye, Officer Kakowski. Thanks for arresting Fart Mitzvah. 
Um, yeah, to to the point where it, it it doesn't know what it wants to say. To the point where it makes a joke about I don't know what this is. Right, what this is trying to say. And so uh, for all those reasons, I just don't think the episode doesn't work. I just don't think the episode works. Now, with that said, I don't think it's a total f. It it does fail yeah. in a lot of ways, but uh, the jokes that are there, I think, are pretty good. Um, Keith David, uh, very funny in this episode. Um, very funny. And, um, uh, you know, we, we, we get, we get some like fun stuff. I, I love, I really like the line about, um, you know, freedom of speech is so important. It's literally the first one they remembered to add for white people with penises. Like, I mean that, that one line is saying more than the entire rest of the episode says. It's, um, it's true. <laughs> uh, but the rest of the episode is just is kind of a nothing burger. I don't know what they're trying to say with it. I don't I don't know why yeah. this episode exists other than maybe like in 2015 someone was like like some writer was like, "Oh look, uh people are protesting offensive people at colleges. Let's do an episode about that." And then it's like, "What what did what did we do? What did we do here today in this episode?" Yeah. It, it's like here's an idea. I don't have a. I don't have a f- my own opinion about it. We'll find one, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right? So, anyways, I don't think I actually said a grade, but I'm I'm gonna say a D as well. There are a couple of jokes in there that that uh, kind of skip it back out of the F territory. But man, this one's close. It's it's one of my least yeah. favorite episodes because I just don't I don't know what we're doing with this episode. Yeah, I think I think you've put kind of where I'm at into a, a good set of words as well that I couldn't find. So I, I appreciate that. Um, but you know, maybe our listeners have some other thoughts and maybe they, they have some perspectives that we haven't, uh, uh, thought through yet. So we want to know what you think about this episode about, uh, whether you would rather work at the busiest trauma center in the world or, um, a mortuary full of dead people. Uh, we want to know if you used TiVo. Let me know if you used TiVo so I'll have met a third person who used TiVo. Boop, boop. Um, <laughs> if you're TiVo, <laughs> sound... are you going to sue me for going bloop, bloop? You, you can't sue people over making a couple noises with your mouth. You, now, if you copied them and put them into the podcast, that's a different discussion. We'd have to argue fair use. Bloop, but, bloop. like... See now, if I was Michael Winslow and I could do the TiVo sound well enough to like make it sound like I I recorded it and put it in, can I get sued for that? So I am not a lawyer, uh, and we might want to like contact one if we want to become Michael Winslow and make the noise. Okay, well we should because that's my goal is to become as good at sounds as good of at good with sounds as Michael Winslow. Um, And I want to be as good at words as you just were. Uh, oh wait, I have a, a really poor choice of words, Ben. Ha ha ha! So, um, so uh, anyways, thank you, Allison, for your 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 as always incredible contributions to the podcast. Uh huh. So we want to know all those things and more. I don't remember what else we talked about in this episode. Mostly, I was yelling about how fucking dark and weird this episode is. Um, and uh, do you understand Donnie Darko? If so, please explain it to us. Um. And yeah, that's that's it. You can do that at uh, you can do that on failing website, twitter.com. We are at Good Greendale on there for now, while Twitter 
uh, continues to exist. We are on goodmorninggreendale.com, uh, where you can send us an email, and uh, we will read that email on the podcast. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash backtofuturama. Assuming I got off my butt and posted some uh, pre-show banter, I talked a lot about my love for the <laughs> GameCube on this week's uh, pre-show banter. Mm-hmm. We also talked a little bit about uh, te- tears of te- Tears of the Kingdom. I can't remember which one. Uh, but yeah, you can listen to that maybe if Ben has it all together. So yeah, you can uh, you can do all of that and uh, and more. We've got a fan group, League of Jeremy's, mm-hmm. that's on Facebook, uh, put together by our uh, wonderful fan Laura. And that's yep. it for uh, us. Thank you for coming to the end of these. Uh, before my computer spontaneously explodes, uh, we love you and thank you and have a good uh, good rest of the day. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for us this week. And so until next time, when we're talking about a less confusing episode, most likely, I don't remember what the episode is. It's probably less confusing than this, um, but maybe less, maybe less confusing than Donnie Darko. We'll see. We'll Until see. then, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you, you luck. luck.